Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You owe me some money, motherfucker! What you motherfuckers talking about? Motherfucker, I eat everything. I eat the pussy, I eat the butt, I eat every motherfucking thing. Motherfucker, motherfucker, I'll chew his ass up. Motherfucker, motherfucker, motherfucker. You a smart motherfucker? English, motherfucker! Motherfucker, motherfucker, motherfucker. We're not gonna store the motherfucker. I'm on the motherfucker. Motherfucker, I'm a mushroom cloud laying motherfucker, motherfucker. This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy, man. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume. Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm, except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Oh, I love it. Appears we got a penis in the mail. <laughs> I glued my fucking eyes shut. <laughs> I just want to see all uh-huh. these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. <laughs> oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do? Oh, what is going on, kids? Happy New Year, everybody. Today is Tuesday, January the 5th, 2016. Nailed it! Yeah, look at that. I don't have to write a whole lot of things in my job anymore, because I don't have to worry about that, but I do, I'm pulling data, so I'm just gonna, I'm going to pull a year's worth of wrong data at some point in the near future. I fucking know it. The boss can be like, <laughs> you did that thing, and I'm like, yeah. This is episode number 322 of the Panels on Pages.com podcast. Flagship Power Ledger Podcast Network. Find all the shows at PCN.PanelsOnPages.com. Uh, I am your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez. And joining me on the line tonight, we've got Mr. Jason Nyes. Sigourney Weaver's tits in Galaxy Quest. Yeah, it's, a, yeah, it's, it's something special. Uh, Jose <laughs> Guzman. I think trying to connect to the call, I pulled my data. <laughs> and uh, Kelly Harris. And then the blue cat and his friends started dancing. Like they do. Is th- was this on uh, Wrestle Kingdom 10? <laughs> it was on the pre-show. <laughs> Some fucking midget circle jerk going on? <laughs> midget fun time is what you called it. Yeah, midget fun time. I really wish I knew what I was referencing in that Facebook it's post. It's gotta be Hornswoggle, because that was, that was late 2010. That was... Just after the Miz became champion, it was probably Hornswoggle at the height of his powers. He's probably <laughs> hanging out with fucking Great Kali and Natalia. Not yet revealed as the anonymous general manager. <laughs> if ever there was a oh shit, I forgot about that moment, it was that. Yep. What a disappointment. What a, <laughs> what a crock of shit that turned out to be. Amazing. I just watched the, um, I guess, the 20-year anniversary, 17-year anniversary of the Hogan 
poking Nash for uh, the title. The finger poke of doom. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Watch that. That was pretty cool. Well, oh, I saw fucking when Goldberg jackhammered the big show back when he was the giant back in the day. That yeah, man. Cool. We've been watching all the same wrestling YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost, trending, homie. It's almost like Facebook is suggesting them to us somehow. <laughs> I've been watching uh, episodes of Kyo Uger on YouTube. What? Kyo Uger. It's the uh, it's a Japanese like show. A- that became Power Ranger Dino Charge. Can you use that word in a sentence? I've been watching <laughs> Kyo Yuji on YouTube. <laughs> Can I buy a vowel? No, not so much. It's a lot of Y's in one word, Kyo- I'm going to say. Kyo Kyo. It's K-Y. Oh, yeah. Oh, you need the K-Y. It's a lot. It's a lot of words. Kyo I was really glad... The first time someone said it out loud on the show, I'm like, oh, that's how that shit works. There it, okay. there it is. <laughs> there it is. We're talking about weird, like, cat stuff. Like, the if there's one guy has, like, the whole thing on YouTube, the whole show and the movies or whatever. So I'm watching that. But, like, every once in a while, there'll be a random episode that has been blocked because of, you know, Saban or some shit, like, saying, that, you know, copyright infringement, whatever the fuck. Which is weird because technically, if anything, it'd be Toei, not Saban at that point. But I digress. So. Every once in a while, that won't work. I got to find another source for it, and so I found this site that streams them and all this stuff allegedly. Uh, and that one will occasionally include some of the commercials. And man, some crazy ass commercials selling shit to Japanese kids. Oh, they don't you give want, a fuck anymore. You want dirty schoolgirl panty? Oh, <laughs> weird shit. <laughs> like one of them was just a a big oversized sleeping bag that looked kind of like. Gabutira, the big T-Rex robot, but also just looked like you know a kid in a burrito with a mouth on the end of it. Very oh, fucking bizarre. You try a new kid burrito, get free schoolgirl panty. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting culture, guys. Interesting culture. That uh, Japan box is a thing now that exists. I don't know if you guys have seen this or not. It's like we. Oh, you... no. It literally, <laughs> literally a subscription if you like Japan shit. Yeah. But it's mostly just like uh, like snacks and shit, like food, weird Japanese snack items. Like girl panties. Yeah. 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 And, well, snacks and like, and one, like if you have the premium one, also like an item that is non snack related. Which I just assume means they send you panties. Like that's got to be what that means, right? Businessman full of pictures of young boys. Yeah, that's got to be what it is. Absolutely, hundred percent. But yeah, so what the fuck else is happening, man? Uh, oh yeah, it was New Year's last week, so that's cool. You guys had a fucking rager. My lady's been working super duper hard uh, at, the, at the office, uh, but that did not stop us from having one of the most ballin' ass New Year's parties we've ever had. It was pretty rad. My brother brought his. Uh, iPad and like speakers and shit, and, like fucking DJ'd the shit for a while. And Jax was busting all kinds of moves. It's good times. Yeah, it was. We rock banded, we partied. It was it was a fucking wonderful time. And no one got super duper show your ass drunk until like super late. And even then it wasn't that bad. We've had way worse showings. I'm just saying. It was alright. Uh nobody have sex in either of your uh uh child's rooms or outside the <laughs> window? Nope. Not one time. <laughs> Not one time. Man, I think Not even a successful party. I'm going to call it a win. That's, that's, a, that's a win for everybody. Uh, see what else happened. Uh, see, uh, got me some robots. Got the 
I'm got damn near all of the crazy ass Dino Charge doors that are out now. It's missing one. Uh, painted up a couple of them just to make them look a little nicer. Just some different details. Uh, I found the purple Pachysaur, the Pachysaurus Zord. And the reason it's purple, even though it's gray in the fucking show, is because they've kind of run out of robots from the show, I guess. So now they're doing these weird recolors that are kind of homages to old shits. Because I guess at some point there was a show that had a purple one. So like, hey, we're going to make this purple. And this is at the very tail end of when the gray one came out. It's like it was out for fucking 15 minutes and the purple one came out. All that does is make the purple, the, the, the gray one, which is the show color, like 80 fucking dollars on eBay. Jeez. And I'm not going to do that. No. I'm not going to do that at all. So I bought a purple one. And I am sitting here right now with a bunch of masking tape, masking off all the shit I don't want to be gray. I'll spray paint this son of a bitch tomorrow. <laughs> because painting do, do you, this man. super high gloss ass plastic is next to impossible. And let me do in a sharpie for all the silver shit, which I don't typically like doing, but I got the job done. This glossy plastic is impossible. Like, I don't know what the fuck this stuff's made of. It's insane. And tail end of that is the kids are both kind of into the Dino Charge stuff. Jax likes it. Zoe likes it. And Jax is way big into toys that make noise right now. Like, not just like, you know, typical kid stuff, but anything that I have upstairs that makes noise that he can kind of push a button and make it happen, he's way into, right? So, I saw on Amazon the other day, I got some Amazon gift card money left. I'm like, fuck it. The little Morpher gun for Dino Charge is normally 30 bucks. It's like 13 bucks on eBay. I'm not going to pay $30 for a plastic gun. We'll pay 13 bucks for one. And this thing makes a shitload of sounds all different depending on which one of the little batteries you put into it. It's like part of the gimmick of the show. Okay, cool. I'm going to order this thing. And I don't know if you guys are like us. We order a lot of shit on Amazon to the point to where <laughs> I realized that uh, Nicole had got me a book for Christmas that I already had. Like, oh, shit. Well, let's return it. So we hit the re- she hit the return button on Amazon, and Amazon's like, it's cool. Here's your money. Don't even bother sending it back. Oh, I love when they do that. That's, I that's something you earn <laughs> for ordering so much shit on Amazon, and that's where we're at with it. So yeah. if anybody wants the Sex Criminals Volume 2, let me know. <laughs> but, nice. That happened but, with... Uh, album, if anyone wants that. We... What's that? I said I've got a Bob Seger album the same way, so if anyone wants that, just uh, let me know. Oh, shit. Bob Seger, you say. <laughs> an, you got an album? <laughs> Well, CD. <laughs> well, still. <laughs> I got that shit on vinyl, son. Yeah, it happened to me and Jose once. We ordered some new business cards, and they came in. They were just, like, our logo's red. Our our branding is red, and this shit right. looked doo-doo brown. Ah, like, uh, no good. Brown. So yeah. I called, I, I'm bitching them out. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, we need to redo this. And they're like, how about this? How about we'll refund you your money, and you keep those? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they also said we don't do that color. Right? <laughs> They're like, you don't we can't. Do red? We can't guarantee that your business cards are going to be the color that you want. And we're like, but what? Like, yeah, is- not on red. Not unless it's a spot color. What? Like, <laughs> red is really like pure red and pure blues are really tricky to print. Well, fucking tell us that before you send us a thousand business cards. Yeah. <laughs> They really should have. That's something that needs to be communicated. Yeah, that's why a lot of uh, reds are... They did uh, uh, um, uh, digital proofs for us, too. Well, digital proofs are going to be red. Well, 
what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't it me... can be red all day long. One of the I'm fucking support. primary principal colors of like light and shit, but it's different on ink. But you had you had one job. Can you tell about this conversation with customers before? <laughs> <laughs> Do we sound just as odded out by it? Yeah, a little bit. It, it is a hard thing to explain. You can't do fucking red. Yeah, it's get out of here. <laughs> like, I, I know, I know, I've seen red print on things. Well, yeah, because they've probably paid extra to have that just a special red ink. Like I used to get into some. Uh, one of my first professional uh, things I had was a pretty heated back and forth with a. Uh, Gentleman from Kawasaki Motors, because Kawasaki paid a lot of money for their red, and it's got to be that red, or they get pissed. So we have to pay extra to get the color we want. Well, if it's know, red, yeah, we should have just That's we should shit. phase out the red completely because red looks like shit in HD anyhow. Have you ever noticed that if you're watching TV in HD and there's like a a red logo or red text, it looks all pixelated? I can't say that I have. Yeah, it's a thing. Interesting. Well, there you go. See, all the more reason. Well, no, I tell the Amazon story, so I can say, so I can get to the point where I was always ordering the thing, the sword. I mean, the gun, and then it's like, hey, here's an add-on item. It's the sword that goes with it. Because in the show, they have swords, and the swords like you know go into the side of the pistol gun. It makes it look like a shotgun thing. I'm like, fuck it. It's three dollars. This sword is normally like thirty bucks. Sure, I'll get this sword for $3. And I, I look at it closer. Oh, wait, no. It's not that sword. It's the bullshit sword that doesn't do any of that fun stuff. It's just like a, like, well, that's why it's 3 bucks. <laughs> yeah, it's a flimsy plastic sword that's normally 15 marked as 30 of the add-on item. 3, yeah. I, yeah. So, I just had a horrible experience with that. So I, <laughs> what? I was trying to buy some shit for the lady. For her birthday, Christmas, I had a gift card, and the price was, you know, whatever it was. I, yeah. I had a fifty dollars gift card, so I'm like, let's use the card, and then I'll pay the fifteen extra. And they kept trying to charge me twenty five and this and that. And it's like, well, we got to make sure that we can charge the whole amount before the gift card goes through. And so that defeats the whole fucking purpose of the gift card. A little bit. That's like, stupid. Just. Shit. Take your gift card. The remaining balance is fifteen. Leave me the fuck alone about the rest. Stop <laughs> trying to charge me more. See, it bums me out, man. I don't like hearing uh, poor Amazon customer service stories because I love Amazon. The f- and then you. They're like, th- this is just how it has to be. Like, we have to be able to charge you the whole amount before we can take your gift card. Was that like from a from a third party seller then? That's the Amazon rule. I use a shitload of gift cards, man. They just pull that shit right out. That's what I'm saying. That's weird. So it was dumb. So I can't. You got an uh, an uninformed human on there. Is all I'm saying. But that um, sounds like some bullshit. Be careful with what you're buying on there because some of them descriptions are not what they are. Well, you can also use it to your advantage because cut to two days later. I'm walking about the Walmarts, and I see the $30 sword. And I say, huh. I grab said $30 sword. I trape that shit up to customer service and say, hey, you guys price matched Amazon? <laughs> <laughs> and she says, what, for this? And I say, yep. And I pull up a picture of the sword. And now, pictures alone, 
They are identical, you guys. <laughs> nice. <laughs> she goes, only but it has to be sold by Amazon. I said, oh, it's sold by Amazon. And she's looking at my phone, and she's looking at the sword, and she's looking at the phone, looking at the sword, and she kind of walks away for a second and talks to somebody else. And I hear her say, but it's, a, it's an add-on item, and it's really cheap. And the chick says, if it's sold by Amazon, we have to do it. So I walked out of there with a $30 plastic sword that transformed into a gun oh, for $4.08. I remember seeing your tweet. It was something to the effect of just used Walmart's price match policy to my own gain, and I don't feel bad about it for a second. I was having a rough day, you guys. I needed that win. Nice. Yeah, you had gotten up to take the kids to school, and it was not a school day? Yeah, they had no school Monday. No, no school at all. Like, fresh after the break, no school. Hi, boys. Hey, Nicole. Hey. Hello. Hey. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. That's right. Happy, happy New Year. Happy. That's it? That's it. Was okay. that? <laughs> I was getting more to that story. I feel okay, like I fun. should pay her $1.99 every time she comes on the podcast. I know. She told me to shit on the microphone, man. <laughs> can't help <laughs> But, yeah. I needed a win, and that was a big win for me because it was even better because I feel like she knows I was trying to fuck her over. Yes, yes, she <laughs> yeah. does. She does, but the She's manager like, was like, damn. shut up, Becky. Yep. Just give him the fucking price match. I, God we're, damn it. I think her name was Becky. We're a multi-billion dollar conglomerate. $27 ain't going to make a difference. We're trying to compete with Amazon. Jesus Christ. Plus, he's white. From all we can tell. <laughs> Might as well be. <laughs> See, that's, uh, that's about all I got left. Oh, oh, uh, only the thing. Um, perhaps more proud than I was. Never started saying dad. Jackson started saying Batman, and that is hilarious and adorable. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes it's just Batman, but every once in a while, he says it like it's his last name, like Batman. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Batman. I'm like, Bruce, yes. Bruce Batman. Bruce Batman. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible secret identity. Yeah. <laughs> Batman. Like his, uh, his friend, Louis Speederman. Been a while to buzz that one out. Classic yeah. Jacks. But yeah, that's all I got. What's Typical going on? Honk. What's going on, nice? Uh, uh, Mary's dad and stepmom were in town this week, so we've been entertaining them. Uh, all right, on. Hung out with them and the parents for New Year's Eve, so we were all in bed by 9 p.m., which was fucking awesome. Loved it. And last year, our ship was cleared out by like 12.15. This last week, it was like 3.30 before people left. Whoa. Ugh. Yes. Yeah, oh. this is an odd, odd... Seriously, who would have guessed... That I would spend New Year's Eve at my kitchen table bullshitting with Thatcher until 3 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Were you guys just passing the Russian roulette pie face game back and forth the entire time? Not that entire time, but that did happen. That would have been cool, though. Just like having a deep conversation and just passing it back (laughs) and forth like, your turn, man. Turn turn the crank, Holmes. I suggested that that game, you need to introduce some gross shit into that game. Oh, God. Because, oh, so. Put some some poo on that plate. (laughs) Make it it hardcore. Put some thumbtacks on there. No, I I suggested uh, silicone caulk instead of whipped cream. Oh, God damn. (laughs) Yeah. With a ball of barbed wire. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
something say, that's here's play with all your friends. Yeah, like uh, you get drunk enough that that game could get dangerous. I, I like the I like the idea. Mouse traps. Yes, I suggested a mouse trap. <laughs> Christ! So it hits you in the face, and then the mouse trap goes off. That's brilliant. <laughs> because I've seen that game like uh, this holiday season. I think all of my Facebook friends with kids got that game at some point. It's a pretty good time. And it looks like a great time, and everyone enjoys themselves, and everybody gets a little bit of whipped cream on their nose. But I want to see people getting fucking smashed. Oh, yeah. that's why If you put Cool Whip on it, Cool Whip is too heavy, right? So it doesn't really do the job. But if you just spray some fucking Ready Whip in that shit, oh, boy. You guys, Ready Whip is the truth, you guys. You guys remember when we hit... When we hit Tito with two pies? I will never forget when we hit Tito with two pies. What you're saying is we got to use cat turd because human turd won't go. It's all about weight distribution. Sorry. Good to know. Cat turd. Perfect. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, not, a, not a huge New Year's. For New Year's Day, uh, we took... Uh, the four of them out to uh, Japanese hibachi dinner. You know, the, uh, wherever you go, it's the same fucking show. You know, Japanese Coca-Cola. Oh, it's the volcano now. Oh, I chopped the egg in half. So on and so forth. But it's, it's fucking fun. It's a fun time. It's a good show. It's, it's a good time and it's good food. You get meat, you get rice, you get veggies, you get noodles. Come on. And this place... It's not as fancy as like a Kobe or a Benihana. It's actually kind of a dump, but the food is <laughs> just as good, and it's half as expensive. So, it's fucking awesome. Especially when you know this was our our Christmas present to the 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 parents. So nice. You know, it was easy. It was not nice and cheap. Well, not cheap. I'm not gonna say cheap, but it was cheaper than it would be at a Kobe. Uh, and it was nice to get it all and done in one shot, and everybody left happy, and we didn't have to just buy a piece of crap and hand it over to them just so that we could say we got them something, you know? I like, uh, I like an experience gift. It's nice. And then fucking Sunday, we had made these reservations months ago, because you have to do that when dining at Disney World. Speaking of expensive, uh, we did the Chef Mickey character breakfast at the Contemporary Resort at no. the Magic Kingdom, which was... One of our favorites uh, when I was a kid, you know, the whole family. Uh, Mary had been there a few times when she was a kid as well. So me and my folks, uh, me and Mary and my folks went to uh, Chef Mickey's. And it's a breakfast buffet. And, you know, we we had been dreaming about this for years. And it was pretty damn good. It was good. And we got to meet Pluto and Mickey and Minnie and... Donald and oh, oh, oh. Uh, and Goofy, yeah, Goofy. Goofy was a tall drink of water. I tell you what, <laughs> uh, really good food. Uh, I wouldn't say it's Disney first and foremost, and you're also meeting the characters, but still, it is not worth the price that we paid for it. I, you know, I didn't pay for it. My my dad took care of it, but for four of us. For a breakfast buffet, and we got to meet the characters, it was $190. <laughs> for breakfast. Holy breakfast. shit. Breakfast. <laughs> breakfast is like the cheapest food in the and fucking world. And we didn't world. get to take anything with us. What? Except for memories and pictures and 
uh, good feeling in our souls, you know. Uh, you can't you can't put a prize on that good soul feeling. It, it's you can't we're put not, syrup on that. We're not going to do it next week. You know this this is right. probably the last time we're going to do it until uh, we have kids. So uh, it was nice, and then we fucking went straight from there to uh, the Disney AMC theater and saw Star Wars again. Ooh, and boy, nice. oh boy, do I love that movie! And any problems I had with the CGI the first time I saw it, uh, like. Those washed away the second time watching it, and I, I, I'm not afraid to be emotional to to express my emotions. God damn, that movie makes me tear up every time. Han and Ray and Finn and Kylo Ren and Leia and fucking Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker at the end, man. Looking into his 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 eyes are welling up, and I'm like, he's you're gonna cry, and then I'm gonna cry, <laughs> and I'm gonna cry. <laughs> and it's just so much fun. And my it was my my parents' first time seeing it, and they loved it. They had crammed in all six movies like the three or four nights before to catch up. But you know, we lent them our copies of the original trilogy, and they were like, oh yeah. And then you know, we finished those, so we went out and bought the prequels on Blu-ray. I was like, oh no. You didn't. <laughs> did um? Did your dad say what's up with this white guy? <laughs> no, you know what? He did not say that. But on our walk Monday morning, my mom did say, "You know what? I really liked that black guy." <laughs> no lie, no lie. She said that. I really like. He was really great. I really liked that black guy. Um, Jose, you know that's. You know, not to not to call you out or anything, but did you did you <laughs> when we saw it the first time we saw it? It was me, Mary, Jose, Cher, and Jose's mom, and I think they were showing a, a like a commercial for something. You know, everything is Star Wars these days, so they were showing a commercial and it had Star Wars clips in it, and they showed a clip of Finn, and Jose's mom leans over to me and she goes. Is that LeVar Burton? And I go, that is racist. <laughs> and she says, well, I just, it really looks like him. I was like, good for him, you know? He got to be in Star Trek, now he's in Star Wars. I was, uh... Mike Spence. <laughs> oh my Sorry. god. <laughs> Good on Mike Spence, making it into <laughs> Star Wars. Except for life. And, uh, Such a good movie. Oh, so good. So good. And also, uh, you know, I watched a little bit of football this weekend. But, man, when I'm not fighting for my rightfully won championship, football is so lame. It's so boring. <laughs> so I, fucking yeah, I'm dumb. done paying attention to football oh. in any capacity. It's like, yuck. Like, I don't even care about these games <laughs> yuck. anymore. Yuck. But uh, Mary did uh, relinquish the title to me. At one point, we were sitting on the couch, and I, I was just being a, a a pouty puss, and I said something like, "No, no one ever ever appreciates me." So she went and got the belt off the shelf, and then hands it to me. And then it was like she woke the beast. <laughs> I I wanted to to bring the belt with me to the Japanese hibachi, and she was like, "No, you may not." But man, that thing. It feels so right on my shoulder and uh, and on my on my belly. It's it's perfect. Like 
it you know in in the force awakens where han solo and chewbacca they step on the millennium falcon and han solo is like chewy we're home like that's what the belt felt like <laughs> when it touched my body it was magical and uh oh boy i feel bad for everyone else in the pop fantasy football league and everyone else listening to this show because i'm gonna be absolutely unbearable for the next 300 and uh 60 days so look forward to that i still see no proof that the season's what, over yet what more <laughs> proof do you need i'm just saying i don't you know you keep talking about you won you won you won there's still more fight <laughs> this thing's not over that's why i need to get back and you know train and get to the naga tournament because at naga they don't give out they give out Silver and bronze medals, but championship belts for first place. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to win me a goddamn belt, you guys. So it's whoever gives the best nugget. I've Yes. <laughs> I've always wanted one of those real WWE championship belts. Don't be that guy. I always wanted one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be that guy. But no, you're right. <laughs> Kelly's right. Kelly's right. Because anyone can go buy a belt. But yeah. you know what? It earn feels it. so sweet to earn it and to just demolish the competition to do so and embarrass them so much that they're denying that the season is even over. <laughs> it's just sad. <laughs> we split the season, motherfucker. You didn't demolish me. Uh, last thing before we move on. Uh, I saw a lot of people talking about it on social media and just turned on Netflix on a lark the other day and one of the first things that popped up was that uh how to make a murderer uh documentary series it's okay, 10 yeah, yeah, episodes yeah. it's a true crime thing uh really interesting and you know i just turned it on we watched the first episode i wasn't sure if mary was into it or not but oh man we we crammed all 10 of those episodes in in two days and uh it's really interesting and really thought-provoking and fucking maddening and hilarious at times. It's I'll set it up for you. Essentially, this it's it's all set in Wisconsin. It's all real. This scumbag in Wisconsin, who's a known scumbag to begin with, and the local cops do not like him. He gets uh, fingered for a uh, sexual assault and and rape and. Well, I say gets fingered because the cops pretty much uh, made the victim select him from a lineup, essentially. They they kind of coerced the victim to pick this guy out of the out of the lineup because they didn't fucking like him. So he goes to jail Jesus, for okay. for eighteen years. And then they finally, eighteen years later, they find DNA evidence that clears him. Of of his crimes. So he gets out. He sues the county and the sheriff's department. And oh, it's about this dude? Okay. Yes. And while the depositions are started in the civil case, this woman goes missing, and he is the number one suspect. So he gets thrown in jail again, and he's claiming that the cops are trying to railroad him for you know suing them and getting out of jail and they're just you know doing what they did before and but now so he 
got notoriety during his stint, you know, in the clink for this sexual assault. Right. So if my understanding of it is they're shooting like a documentary about that experience when he gets fingered for this disappearance at the same time, right? Uh, I'm not sure. They, like it's they coincidence? Say, they, say, they said that they've been shooting the documentary for 10 years. So I think it's very possible that they started shooting the documentary after he was arrested and charged for this this murder, murdering this girl. Right. So then they go back and they they go through the whole story about his – you know, being in jail for 18 years for something that he didn't do. Uh, a, a lot of it at, on screen at face value, it looks like the cops are just fucking out to get this guy and incompetent and they just got a grudge. And you don't see this mountain of evidence that you think you would see for, for a brutal murder like this. But then on the other side, this guy is just gross <laughs> and you could to- you can see the the evil behind his eyes sometimes so it's on one hand you don't want to be like oh this guy's f- innocent because he's clearly not an innocent person he he is he is gross and he is guilty of something but then on the other hand there is a lot of circumstantial stuff that leads you to believe that the cops even if he is guilty that they piled on evidence to make sure that he went away for this crime. Right, right, and that, right. And that's, oh, it's, it's so fucking, it makes me so angry. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but after 10 episodes where we're kind of, Mary and I are both, you know, hoping that, you know, evidence comes up and he gets his name cleared or whatever. Uh, after 10 episodes, the credits roll on episode number 10, and I look to Mary and I go, oh yeah, he probably did it. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> so I, I would definitely suggest it to anybody looking for something to binge watch right now. It's it's really interesting. It, I'm not really a true crime type, type of person. I don't really watch a whole lot of that, but uh, I, I really found myself engrossed in it. I might need to check that out because, like, I know pretty much everything you're talking about just from paying attention to the oh, news. Oh shit! Yeah, stuff. I'm thinking about Kelly the entire time because it's all set in Wisconsin. They all have just the worst Wisconsin hillbilly <laughs> accents too. Not not a lovely Wisconsin accent like Kelly has. Like I remember actively thinking this dude is innocent and the cops are setting him up when all this news came out. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's only ten years old. Cause yeah, it's like oh, he's he's suing the county or whatever. Huh? They'll probably just pin a murder on him. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, I it, it's it's one of the better parts of the series. Uh, I forget. I think he was the current sheriff, but I don't know if he had any attachment to the the previous case. But he goes on the news, and they're interviewing on the news, and they're uh, asking him about you know the possibility the 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 claim that the police framed him and this guy says straight up he says why would we do that if we wanted to get rid of this guy we would have killed him we wouldn't take the time to frame him we would kill him (laughs) 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 like on camera and they even used that interview in court (laughs) 
I'm like, see? Like, see? Who have you killed, guy? <laughs> yeah, that that oh, that asks a whole lot more questions than it answers. Holy shit. <laughs> Jesus. But at least he's honest. <laughs> <laughs> a little too honest, if you ask me. And dirty cops, man. Just really fucks you up. <laughs> Bet that dude's got a tattoo of the Punisher skull. <laughs> you goddamn know it. So what are you doing, Kelly? What's happening? Lots of Japan shit, you guys. Lots of Japan shit. <laughs> Lots of fucking Japan shit. So, um, well, it, it was. I'm losing track of my days. So, <laughs> Sunday night after work, I you know eat my dinner, do whatever, and then I pretty much go to bed at ten. Cause I need to be up early. Cause my alarm. Be up early, Kelly. Off. My alarm goes off at 1.30 so I can watch New Japan Pro Wrestling's uh, Wrestle Kingdom 10 live as it happens. That's amazing. I beat my alarm by like 10 minutes, so I turned on Because you were so fucking excited. It was like Japan Christmas. I know. I was so excited. So I turned on New Japan World, and it's in the middle of the pre-show rumble, and out comes Haku. And I immediately thought of Gavin. That's pretty cool. (laughs) Haku, a.k.a. Then, Ming, a.k.a. King Haku. Yep. AKA no Tongan high fives to be given, though, but he is a member of the Bullet Club. Yeah, uh, by blood. Yep. This kid, uh, Tama Tonga, is in there. Yeah, so I watched uh, Wrestle Kingdom Live. It was a good experience. I was in bed by... I was back in bed by 6.30. And then I woke up again at 12.30. <laughs> <laughs> And that's when I realized you should probably get all of your sleep in one one section, or else it kind of fucks you up for the rest of the day. <laughs> I think I actually would have probably been better off just getting the six hours that I did after the show than having the three hours before. Yeah, but you wouldn't have been, asleep, you wouldn't have been able to stay awake, probably. That's I the thing, yeah. Yeah, I needed that nap, or I wouldn't have been able to make it through the show, but it messed me up yesterday. I was all weird on my timing. These are hard adult decisions you have to make sometimes. Um, so then I had to decide, well, am I going to wake up for the next show? I didn't. But this morning, <laughs> this morning, I didn't go to work. But I did just, so I didn't have work today. So I just turned on the show when I woke up in the morning. <laughs> a lot of, lot of Japan shit. A lot of, lot of big things going on, as it seems like some of the top stars in New Japan gave their notice right before Wrestle Kingdom that they are probably going to WWE. So we got a... Uh, AJ Styles looking like he's going. It seems like his goodbye was earlier today in the uh, in New Year's Dash when he was kicked out of the Bullet Club and then gave a tearful bow to the fans. That's interesting. See, I was kind of worried for you that he was going to have like TNA stink on him. That's what happens when you go to Japan and just fucking remind everyone that you're one of the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah. Did they throw streamers at him? For whatever reason, Japan, New Japan, like their crowds don't do streamers. I don't know why. That's I've always wondered that. Like that every other ju- company, I thought you'll that was see a Japan New Japan thing. streamers. It's weird. Yeah, so I'm expecting to see AJ pop up in the Royal Rumble. <clears throat> it's weird to me. Like WWE is kind of treading water right now. Storyline wise, I've been trading yes. water for a long yeah, time. Yeah, for yeah, but really bad lately. 
So it's also strange to me that they're signing all these indie darlings at the same time. Like, I guess on one hand, you still got Vince and the old guard running shit. Then on the other hand, I guess Triple H is, you know, building for that future and trying to shore up the roster so that when 19 people are out with injuries, they'll have people to fill spots. I just, up until, you know, the past couple of years, WWE has not been about bringing in the indie guys. No, really. No, that's a really new development in the past, like, two, three years. And again, like, like the, f- the first time you really saw it, like, to any sort of successful degree was, well, Daniel Bryan first, and, and then The Shield. And Punk. And Punk, yeah. Yeah, you're right. But Punk took a while to take off. And, uh,. Like like Lee suggested with AJ Styles, he's got that TNA stink on him. So I don't. I wonder if that's gonna affect him at all. Like, uh, of course they got huge contracts, like obviously bigger than their their Japan contracts because it's WWE. They, yeah, they still have a good thing going yeah. over there. WWE still yeah. has the money if they even if they don't have the ratings. But I I just worry for guys. Because they they got a lot of guys right now, and they're gonna some some of them are gonna get lost in the shuffle. Yeah, the only real big surprise that's jumping is Shinsuke Nakamura, because he is like one of New Japan's biggest guys, and, and he's I, air guitar guy, right? No, that's Tanahashi. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nakamura is the guy. If you ever see like gifs on Tumblr of him waving his arms around wildly, oh yeah, and yeah, like yeah. half his head is shaved. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's I just, Nakamura. I just thought he was Air Guitar Guy as well. No, no, Air Guitar Guy is staying, staying right in New Japan. Well, good. At least they'll still have Air Guitar Guy. And yeah, he'll be able to fight his guys. Air Guitar. Like, I'm, I'm not worried for New Japan at all. I'm worried more just for the wrestlers that are going there. Because I think AJ's success really depends on if Vince thinks he's too Southern or not. Uh... Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows will probably be fine as long as you keep them in the tag division. But Nakamura I'm a little worried about because he tends to really phone it in when he doesn't feel like the crowd cares about what he's doing. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure... I don't know if he'll connect with Joey Derry fans or not. I think he's got enough of name recognition that he'll at least get that initial boost like Samoa Joe did. Yeah... Yeah, I think if you put him in NXT, I think he'll do fine. Uh, the rumors I was reading is that they're going to put him right on the main roster. Like yeah, him I and, um, and uh, not Air Guitar Guy because they're so expensive. They're just going to put him right, right onto the main show. Yeah, I think you absolutely need to do that because I don't think you could afford to pay him to just be on NXT. If you're going to pay him the kind of money that I assume they're going to be paying him, he needs to be on the main roster. So you mentioned you expect AJ to appear in the Rumble. Now, last night, for those that w- didn't watch, uh, Roman Reigns is the current champ, and Vince uh, announced that the Royal Rumble is going to be for Roman Reigns' WWE World Heavyweight Champion. He's going to be in the match, and he's going to be defending the championship in what? the 30-man Royal Rumble. Instead of it being what? for number one contender... It's for the title. It makes sense. It's fucking. I love this. Yeah, I mean, because... I really, at, at my at my heart of hearts, I want Ric Flair to enter and to win. 
<laughs> Classic. But, I mean, it makes sense, because my whole theory has been that everything leads up to Rans Lesnar 2 at Mania. Yeah, I mean, they're talking that uh, Brock is supposed to come back on Monday night, so why wouldn't he be in that match? Yeah. You either have him be in the Rumble or Brains wins the Rumble and they're like, oh, what else can we throw you? Here's no, Brock Lesnar. No, you can't have Roman Reigns win that Royal Rumble again. Oh, Reigns is going to win. You cannot. They want people to, they want people to cheer when he wins. <laughs> no, no, well, they you got, can't. They got Philly to cheer for him, so now they're going to get the Rumble crowd to no, cheer for him. No, you can't do that. It's After gonna have- two, two Rumbles in a row where people booed the winner out of the building, Ooh. You That's why you're going to cheer this you time. You cannot put the title out. on the line and have Roman Reigns walk out with the title because there's 29 other guys that could could be the new champ. And you could use and that. And let me tell you something. Roman Reigns is going to be number one, and he's going to throw out all 29 of them on his own, and he's going to win that Rumble. Oh, my fucking God. I hope you were wrong. <laughs> if not him, maybe the boogeyman. I'm just saying. <laughs> This could I be the boogeyman's here, you guys. Either uh, my pick is either Brock or Bray Wyatt. I think they're gonna bring that geek Daniel Bryan out there one more time and have him get thrown <laughs> out. <laughs> and he's gonna they fall would. down and say, "Ow, my neck!" And he's never gonna wrestle again. <laughs> they absolutely would do that. <laughs> this this is what's gonna happen. Vince is going to make sure we all cheer Roman Reigns when he wins the Rumble. No way. (laughs) All 29 other guys are going to be Triple H. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. The Rumble's in Orlando, too, and I'm so bummed that... Is it where? It's it's at the Amway Center. Oh, Oh, no, wait. It's just going to be Sheamus, Rusev, and Del Rio all running into the ring. It's just those three over and over and over. Well, I think they've established they've got like four or five different stables going on right now. So it's just going to be a war of stables in the in the Rumble. All trying to... They do that shit. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. I fucking love it. Like when... Man, actually, no, I changed my answer. Heath Slater's going to win the Rumble. Yeah, baby! <laughs> Remember when uh, Punk had the Nexus and he they were just clearing the ring out for him whenever somebody would come in? That was great. Yeah, that was pretty they awesome. They should have kept it going, but... All right, that's enough wrestling talk. I'm sorry. Unless you when got is more. The Rumble? Is it next week? Uh, no, it's the end of the month, probably. Yeah, it's the 20th something. The 20, excuse me, the 20 something. 24th. Father in law's WWE Network login, so. I think it's the 24th. Yeah. Go. Oh. Come watch the Rumble, let me know. I'll have it. <laughs> What's going on, Jose? Man, chilling, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, did New Year's as well because in Florida, you know, New Year's happens everywhere. So I as well got to do a New Year's. Uh, hung out yeah, with, you. yeah, hung out with uh, my crazy family. Went to my cousin Alex's place. Oh God! For a true <laughs> Puerto Rican yard burner. I love uh, brought, Jose family stories, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> brought the lady, so this was her first, uh, as she called it, Puerto Rican Christmas. Hey, right on. Or or New Year's, sorry. Uh, didn't 
we we called it early. Left around two two thirty. <laughs> there you go. That's good. <laughs> you know, we came. We're responsible people. Yeah, so we went to bed somewhat early. Um, then started our New Year's right. Went to the beach. Uh, we've always talked about going, and it was just one of them things that never happens. Every time we plan it, something comes up. She needs a surgery. Someone's got to work. Know, like you do. Yeah. Yeah, we try going to the beach, and then she's got to get her neck replaced. Just crazy shit. So we finally said we're fucking going, and we went. And it was a good time. Saw the sunset on the beach. Uh, drinking margaritas at the Christmas cups. So that was pretty cool. Oh, man. Sounds, Using the... Sounds nice. The um, new speakers Mahoney got me for Christmas, which was cool. Nice. Nice little Bluetooth waterproof suckers. That was rad. <laughs> uh, and then... Editing and shit, you know? You get back from three weeks worth of work and you get three weeks worth of work. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, first, the, our first video from our India trip has gone live on the Comic Con India page. It is uh, the Delhi Comic Con teaser, so check it out if you haven't already. Damn right. Getting a lot of brown some, people, some... man. A lot of brown people. Getting, getting some messages that were missed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, you know, we we miss you, bro. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, we I miss you so much. I don't know what this guy's name is because his uh, his name on Facebook is in all the the squiggly letters. I don't know. I don't even know what language that is called. I think it's called it, Pakistani. But it's squiggly letters. Uh, <clears throat> so we've both gotten messages from this guy. Uh, Saturday, 7.13 a.m., I get a Mr. Furman that says, Hi, where are you now, boss? <laughs> I said, home. He goes, Florida, USA? And I say, thumbs up. And he says, I miss you, boss, and then posts a picture of us together. <laughs> and then he said, uh, I want you inside me, boss. <laughs> no, he didn't. They're good people. They miss us. Hopefully they bring us back soon. Yeah, we go back and we fucking do it up. We got some plans, folks. Stay tuned. Right, fucking a. Just been a good a good start to the new year. So, you know, let's fucking do it, man. Let's. Twenty sixteen. Get ready to eat my balls. (laughs) (laughs) Market. <laughs> oh man! Speaking of eating balls. Oh, I'm in. Let's go. Hey, speak I, of it, homie. There's one thing I forgot <laughs> to talk about from Wrestle Kingdom. So, do any of you guys remember Yoshitatsu from WWE? Hell oh, yeah. yeah! Fucking Mary okay. loved Yoshitatsu, and he had like an anime theme song, kind of. Yeah. So Yoshitatsu was on Wrestle Kingdom as part of the English commentary team. <laughs> That is great. And he was fucking horrible. <laughs> like, you could tell he was only there because he could speak the best English of the dudes that weren't doing anything. 
so he was there to like translate promos and stuff and every once in a while Matt Stryker and Kevin Kelly would you know, ask him stuff because he's on the commentary team so they'd be like oh you know uh, Yoshi you don't like uh, the Bullet Club yes could, could you elaborate on that I I don't like them and just to imagine stuff like that all night. <laughs> like, how dare At you ask point, me? At one point, he questions. asked how the Briscoe brothers were related. <laughs> there was one good point. He got a lot better for the New Year's Dash show, but there was a good point when um, a dude named Bushy cut a promo. And they asked him, like, oh, what did oh, he say? Yeah, and he just goes, I didn't understand him. And then Matt, a second later, Matt Stryker goes, uh, he just, uh, Yoshi just sent, uh, pushed over a note that said Bushi cursed a lot and doesn't want to say what he said. <laughs> Look at Matt Stryker trying to cover some shit. Yeah. Like a goddamn professional. Yeah, it was, it was bad. Like, he, he did not, you could tell he didn't want to be there entirely. <laughs> Matt Stryker's it's, pretty good, though, actually, on the commentary. No, 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 com- uh, I, Matt Stryker was fine. Yeah. I, I met Yoshi Tatsu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he did this was not his wheelhouse with the amount of just single word answers. At one point they asked them something. He said, I, I, I just want to watch the match. Jesus Christ. <laughs> just let me be bushy, man. Yeah. Just, just, just let me watch this. I, I'm, I'm enjoying this right now. <laughs> really, I don't know if you guys are paying attention, but these are really good matches. and You're, 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 yeah. fuck, you're taking me out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Yoshi, a lot of a lot of wrestlers use the German suplex in Japan. Is there any specific reason for that? It's a good move. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, it's the truth. Tatsu, everybody. It's a solid move. Yeah, I, d- I don't know if he'll be there the next time they do English commentary for a New Japan show. <laughs> Sounds like he will be thoroughly missed if not. Yes, yes, his his input will be missed. Lee, you started off the show tonight with uh, Sam Jackson saying the F-word a bunch of times. Am I to believe that you saw Hateful Eight or no? Uh, no. Okay. It's, I was having this moment the other day where I'm like, okay, between Christmas and New Year, like I had a lot of time off. And I really didn't do a lot of that shit that I typically do when I have time off. Like I didn't watch any fucking movies. Like, I don't know, the kids are cramming my fucking style, you guys. It's that Japan shit taking over. Japan shit took up a lot of time for sure. And then like uh, Nicole, her job, their uh, busy season is like you know that last week of the year. So she's been working until like you know eleven every night for you know two weeks, working you know eight hours Saturday. Like she, she has not a day off until like the middle of February. That sounds terrible. Uh, it's just fucking awful. So, but I mean, at least she gets to do it in her jammies. That's true. But you know she's a fucking zombie when she's not doing that. For right, rightfully so. You know, so we don't have a whole lot of time to kind of do the things we normally do. But man, lots of Japan shit. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of Samuel L. Jackson, I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, he was being interviewed, and someone asked him if he ever played golf with Donald Trump, or and and who is the better golfer? And uh, Sam Jackson said, "Well." I'm I'm the better golfer. I don't cheat. Oh, so Donald Trump tweeted at Samuel Jackson. He's like, uh, I've never um, 
I've never golfed with Samuel Jackson, and I don't really like him. He does too many com- he does too many TV commercials. He's boring. I'm not a fan. So uh, what the fuck? Donald Trump <laughs> is starting shit with Samuel L. Jackson. I don't know Samuel L. Jackson to the best of my knowledge. Haven't played golf with him, and I think he does too many TV commercials. Boring. Not a fan. I feel like that's a bad idea. And yeah. Trump National Golf Club fucking charged Samuel L. Jackson for a golf membership that he never signed up for. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Samuel L. Jackson posted a picture of the bill on Instagram. It says, a bill from a guy that doesn't know me and never golf with me. I'm going to block his ass, too. <laughs> <laughs> Samuel like, Jackson might actually be a national treasure. When when you're starting shit, uh, I mean, technically, I guess Samuel Jackson said Donald Trump's name first or, or said something about Donald Trump first. But when you're actively trying to get into a war of words with Samuel Jackson, that's when you've just you you've gone off the deep end. Like you just need to stop. Also, yeah. you know, if you're if you legitimately think you have a chance of being the president of the United States of America, maybe we shouldn't be flame warring celebrities. <laughs> yeah, and don't. Uh, if anything, Samuel Jackson is not boring. No. <laughs> no. Nick Fury, not a fan. Don't like it. He's not classy. I Nug. like. I like my directors of Shield with two eyes. anything else we're gonna take a break we can take a break i think we got uh we got no mail today so what the fuck you guys email us popcast at pages.com or voicemail us 616-951-1pop stuff man well check the check the messages i probably left a bunch (laughs) (laughs) you keep saying that you You didn't get a voicemail but you shouldn't be getting a voicemail calling Skype. Like, was it Lee on the voicemail? No, it was an operator. It was like okay, a Skype okay. voicemail? Right. I never recorded the Skype voicemail ever, so yeah. That'd Did you leave voicemails? <laughs> <laughs> Just me heavy breathing. <laughs> <laughs> but I like calling from the stairs. <laughs> All right. So what's the break? Way, when it comes down to it, fuck you, Skype. Yeah, for <laughs> real. Hey, but yeah. you know what? I got to give you uh, a compliment there, Jose. Oh, thanks. Uh, I can't hear you breathe most of the time. So hey, so that's new. That's great. It it's an upgraded mic. Wow. Hey. That's why I started using my phone, because the mic was better. Yeah, it is. It clearly is. It definitely is. Just. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be back in a minute. Uh, this is. It's a cunt sometimes. Yeah, which one is this? This is a yeah, song. song. That is harsh, Jose. <laughs> Fucking harsh. Yeah, this is a song about Star Wars. It's fun. All right, love you. Bye. Break! Hey, Chris, you ready to go? Nothing will stand in our way. I will finish.
got you started. When I was just two, and hardly a dude, a movie came out, gave us hope that was new. No stop on the beta, it made us domestic. We get how it was, it's a tape, it been running when I was just eight. And in the third grade, ROTJ was well with the way. We heard we see Java, his palace and shit. Pursing your rumors came out a quick clip. Remember book fairs, a bookshelf with wheels. Melibs and Garfield are very good deals. You fill out a form and make your selections. And in a few weeks, you win at the collection. One kid got a book about the new movie. We ran to his house, though he hardly knew me. We flipped through the pictures right at the front door. Layers in a bikini, we're children no more. Anticipation, enough of this waiting. I cannot wait for this force of wicked design of my soul to take it out. My folks today just went away. I worked at a place that made medical bids. Poor college life was kind of this kid. I moved to South Philly, got mugged out with bum. One day I skipped work to do something I love. Went under the past to a show called Joe Black. Wasn't there to see Pit? That shit looks so whack. So I got to miss what I wish to come true. New style was intended, could not click on news. My office, a closet, commercials are deep in between. Finals, colors are in a cool news. The day I came out, I ran through the aisles. I felt like a kid with a heart full of smiles. The beating went dark, forwards appeared. Down when your score was born into our ears. Anticipation, enough of this way. I cannot wait for this force of wicked design of my soul to take it out hold us pile the car and go to the show Anticipation of what is written I cannot wait for this force of wicked design of my soul to take it out hold us pile the car and go to the We're show A movie no matter how boring I'll even watch something with Jennifer Lawrence If it has a trailer with Wookiees and droids I'll pay the full price and I won't be annoyed Disney boss hours and Lucas boss rules Nerds grinding axes with sharpening tools But I wasn't worried, I've always loved mice The movies, the parks, and the pineapple ice Instead of a spaceship, a station for battle When Star Wars line opens, the horde is like cattle We cheer a new movie, our cup on a cobra The origin of Yoda, the ballad of Boba These days it's LA with a wife and an infant I swear I see Disneyland off in the distance There's diapers and dishes and kisses goodnight Then I play Fallout by the Christmas tree lights. I had an R2 that squeak when you squeeze them. Now baby has BB, it's easy to please them. My tickets are pimped with bulletin board, but sharing Star Wars is to what I look forward. Anticipation, enough of this waiting. I cannot wait for this force of wicked design of my soul to take it out, hold us, pile on the car, and go to the show. Anticipation, enough of this waiting. I cannot wait for this force of wicked design of my soul to take it out, hold us, pile on the car, and go to the We're show. Gonna go. Ripped Apparel is your one-stop shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway. Every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours. That's just a single day. After that, they're gone forever. And uh, best yet, if you want to check them out, buy a little something-something, they're going to throw a little kickback to us, your folks, your friends here at the podcast. So go to panelsonpage.com. Click that banner at the top of the page or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpages.com. Or you can just update your bookmark, check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped, that's R-I-P-T dot panelsonpages.com. T-shirts start at just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on, help us keep the podcast going, help us keep the side, side up, and gets you a pretty cool T-shirt, man. Cool swag, cool shirts, good people, good deals from your favorite podcast. So check it out, ripped.panelsonpages.com, 24-hour limited edition t-shirts that are pretty damn awesome. Check it out, 
And uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. It had been a while, but I finally bought another ripped T-shirt the other day. I don't know yeah, if you I'm guys a bit of a dry spell, which is okay because there was there was a period there not long ago where there wasn't a week that went by right. that one didn't show up. I had a little extra Christmas money left over, so I got me the Darth Vader wearing the Infinity Gauntlet. I like that one. It's a good one. Yeah, I almost got the uh, Rick and Morty get swifty the other day and passed on it. I don't get that reference. It's more. It's from an episode of the show. You, sh- you should. You should get that reference. It's a good show. Hey, you man, like I'm over here trying to, uh, you know, make a murderer, trying to <laughs> set a man free. I don't have time for cartoons. I already made a murderer when I was 10. <laughs> Watching the news. You should totally watch Rick and Morty. I think you enjoy it quite a lot, actually. Yeah, I, I think probably like would. that show a lot. Good stuff. I probably would. I saw a couple. I don't know what I was watching on Hulu, but then when it when it was over, it just automatically started playing it, and I was like, "Fuck it, I've gone too deep." <laughs> <laughs> Hulu does they that sometimes. Doing a mobile game that's coming out on the fourteenth. What's that? They're doing a Rick and Morty mobile game of some sort that's coming out on the fourteenth. Really? Yeah. I, ju- I I'm not sure exactly what it is. But their Twitter account posted a GIF from the game, and it looks pretty sweet. Huh. All right. It's like you kind. It kind of looks like Pokemon, but you use Mortys to fight each other. Holy shit! That sounds awesome. Yeah. Be <laughs> a good mobile game. I found the uh, Amazon Underground App Store the other day. It's only on Android right now, but it's. Uh, a lot of the same shit you find in the Google Play Store, but a lot of it is not. And a lot of the stuff that is there, they have flagged as actually free, is what it says. It's actually free. Because it has a lot of the stuff that you can get that has all the in-app purchases or whatever that you see all the damn time. But, you know, they don't cost you any money. So the games are actually free. So it's kind of neat. And they don't cost you a damn dime. I don't know how the hell they do it. I don't care. Because, you know, the whole thing with those is that even if they're not truly free, does something give me some money, I'll play the game. It's the, you know, pay me in a week if that bugs me about those fucking things. So yeah, get on that Amazon App Store trip, you guys. It's good stuff. Yeah, the game is called Pocket Mortys. I just sent Pocket you Pocket Mortys. I just sent you the tweet on, uh, on, on the Twitter machine. Holy <laughs> shit. <clears throat> I'm all over that. Yep. So, it's... It's the week after New Year's. Most people aren't back at work yet. It's a slow news week, you guys. I had to stretch for six stories. Really stretch. I mean, it's kind of good <laughs> stuff, though. Yeah, some of it's good. So let's do it. Let's do it, I said. Let's, let's do, do it, it live. live. Let's do it. <laughs> do it live. I can all write it, and we'll do it live. Fuck it. In five, four, three. This is the Pop Top Six Pack of News for January 5th, 2016. Fucking thing sucks! Reports suggest that season two of Netflix's Daredevil will debut on March 25th, the same day Batman v Superman arrives in theaters. So at least we know that weekend won't be a total fucking disappointment. 
Yeah. In an interview conducted prior to the release of Star Wars The Force Awakens, George Lucas likened his relationship with Disney (laughs) to selling his children to white slavers and has since apologized. Which begs the question, which Star Wars character would be the best at picking cotton? (laughs) I'd I'd just get a bunch of Jawas. (laughs) I was going to say Ewoks. Short, you know, small hands. Uh, in other Star Wars news, Disney and Hasbro are under fire for not including enough Rey merchandise amongst the male characters like Kylo Ren, Finn, and that deliciously handsome Poe Dameron. I'd be his co-pilot anytime. Goddamn right. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy director James Gunn has seen an early cut of Captain America Civil War and calls it one of the best Marvel movies ever. And according to his rankings, it just narrowly beats out that Dolph Lundgren Punisher and is just below X-Men Origins Wolverine. (laughs) Uh, Kevin Feige has revealed some details in regards to Doctor Strange's power set in the Butternut Cranapple solo film and suggests... (laughs) Suggests the Eye of Agamotto may, in fact, be an infinity gem because, of course, it fucking is. (laughs) And finally, Michael Bay has confirmed Krang will appear in the Ninja Turtles sequel because why not? Uh, Michael Bay has had a lot of success with positioning giant alien robots as the sixth or seventh most important characters in his movies. (laughs) And that is the Pop Top Six Pack of News for January 5th, 2016. Wow. Infotainment. Oh my god, this pocket mortis, you guys. It looks <laughs> awesome. Holy shit. I'm so hyped about that. This looks spectacular. So hyped. I ironically, I've been thinking how I wish I had a you know, I can't kind of keep forgetting that I have a DS in the house. I'm like, I wish I had a Pokemon thing to do. This might be perfect. There you go. Oh man. So what's up on some news? Uh, so first story, still unconfirmed to buy Marvel or Netflix, uh, but rumor has it and a lot of different uh, outlets reporting that Daredevil will debut on Netflix on March 25th, the exact same day that Batman v Superman hits theaters, which is funny because, you know, originally, uh, you know, Marvel had staked out the the first weekend in May, but they hadn't named a, a movie yet. Of 2016, and then DC comes in and says, plops their dick on the table and says, "How about Batman v Superman opens the first weekend of May?" And then Marvel says, "Okay, how about Captain America: Civil War opens on the exact same day?" Captain America. (laughs) (laughs) And then DC is like, "Okay, how about Batman v Superman opens on March 25th?" And now Marvel's like, "Uh, "Daredevil season two." Shane House is Punisher. Suck it. Suck it, 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 suck it. Hashtag suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it. And it's perfect for, you know, what Lee was talking about last week about possibly organizing a a a pop get together for a for Batman v Superman weekend and you add Daredevil into the equation. Oh my god. I'm just saying, we get together, we'll hang out, take the day off of work, fucking have a day, go see Superman be Batman, Dawn of <laughs> Justice Burgers, like, early. That way, no matter what happens, you know, got to cleanse, to cleanse the palate <laughs> with some Daredevil. I, I believe in a world of infinite possibilities. So, you know, Batman be Superman might be good. 
It's probably not going to be. But Daredevil will be so good. Yeah. Season two of Daredevil with Punisher and Elektra. Yeah. Yes, please. Okay. God damn Sign it. me up. With Burn Ball know, they, as they, Punisher. They keep saying it's not confirmed yet. It's going to be sometime in March, whatever. I hope it is that day. I think oh, it'd be no. awesome. Like, yeah. you, you have to. Like, now that the idea has been floated out there, you absolutely mm-hmm. have to. Because what what would they lose? They wouldn't lose anything because no. people that are going to stay home are going to stay home. You're not losing – you're not going up box office versus box office. No, and right, right. probably more people would stay home to watch Daredevil than, you know, w- you, there, there are people that probably would have seen Batman v Superman. But with Daredevil coming out on Netflix, would probably stay home instead. And here's the thing: if you tell me you can only do one, I'm watching Daredevil. Oh, yeah. <sighs> there's way more that can be spoiled from Daredevil because we already saw the final shot of the movie in True. the trailer. <laughs> like, the, the, the Batman v Superman trailer has three acts. I mean, we've seen the whole fucking movie, like, and I, I don't want a single moment of Daredevil tainted. Like, I, I fucking hate. That, you know, three days into the show's run, they put the shot of the suit in the title card. I hated that shit. Yeah. And Jose's Jose's not going to be happy that the costume looks pretty much the same. See, and I, I still think that even to this Just day, still mask. images don't look awesome. But that thing looks great in motion. I like Just it. Just the yeah. mask is my problem. I fucking love it. <clears throat> I know. Please I, make it that day. Uh, speaking of... Batman you guys should Superman. totally fucking all come here. It'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to make any commitments as of yet. We don't know what our schedule is going to be, but we will definitely, absolutely keep that in mind. Yeah, damn right. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Batman v Superman and Civil War, you know, the both of those trailers played before my second viewing of Star Wars, and just like it did the first time. The only part that got me from the Batman v Superman trailer was Wonder Woman. Like she like that her reveal is awesome and she looks amazing. She looks she's so sexy as as Wonder Woman. Like until I started seeing her in the costume and and seeing her in live action, I wasn't completely sold. But now like that's Wonder Woman right there. Yeah, she looks powerful and just yeah, like she fucking belongs just there. Fucking exotic. And meanwhile, Batman has the biggest goddamn <laughs> gun in the world. But you know, so so Wonder Woman gave me a little goosebumps, but Civil War trailer came after Batman v Superman, full Ooh, body like, fucking like high on mushrooms goosebumps from the <laughs> Civil War trailer. Like I was buzzing with energy after that trailer, and I've seen it. I've seen it a, a billion times. It's, yeah, I, I've, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. It's bizarre. That we're in a world that I'm not like madly insane hype to see a movie <laughs> with the word Batman in the title. Yeah. I was until I saw that last trailer. Yep. They they, they lost me on that one so far. They're talking about it on the uh not the most recent, but the most recent one that I listened to, the Fat Man on Batman uh, podcast, and I think Kevin Smith was like Jesse Eisenberg likes Luther is in a completely different movie in that trailer. Like, and he's right. It's so cartoonish and amped up, you know, versus everything else is so toned down. Like, it's weird. It's so fucking bizarre. 
it's it like when they he's too hyped when they announced jesse eisenberg there were a lot of people who were like gross that's stupid but then the problem with him as an actor but but as lex luther but then once the idea got floated that he would be like a zuckerberg i think a lot more people were like okay i can be into this but when we think zuckerberg we don't think like paul lynn like hi i'm lex luther It, what I didn't like was then they released that movie where he was like the action star. So I thought, okay, well, they're just, you know, it's a vehicle to kind of toughen up his character right before the, the you know, he's Lex Luthor. But then that trailer is completely opposite of anything, like any thought I had. Yeah. And what's, just, a, what's with the go hair? Go fuck yourself. Like, what's that. with the hair? Get rid of the hair, man. Like, uh, what's with the everything? What's with your face? <laughs> uh, oh, God damn it. I was about to tell you to hit the breaking news, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Comics Alliance, you guys. Oh, yeah? Fucking Comics Alliance. Headline reads, report, Daredevil Season 2 confirms Netflix premiere for March. Okay, great. Scroll down, scroll down, scroll down. Nothing concrete. Then it says, update, comicbook.com claims that will appear March 25th. That is not a confirmation, you <laughs> fuckers. Well, like, I mean, not, the headline... Shit is confirmed in that. <laughs> the, the headline says confirmed for March, and Netflix did confirm that it was going to be released That's true. That's true. God damn it. I, want, I, I need it to be tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What's tomorrow? The day the Daredevil the should day. be coming. Oh, out. Yeah, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you need tomorrow to be the twenty fifth of March. I get it. I get you. Or Daredevil to come out on January sixth. Whatever the fuck they want to do, I'm fine with it. <laughs> so George Lucas. So George Lucas. This guy. George Lucas in an interview what? with Charlie Rose that was conducted uh, prior to the debut, prior to him seeing Star Wars: The Force Awakens, he basically called Disney white slavers. For Which I always thought was an interesting question, comment because I, I thought to myself immediately, I'm like, okay, so what does that mean? That is ambiguous as fuck. Does that mean that are, are they slavers who are white? Are they Do they enslave white people? That one could go either way. I'm very curious about both. <laughs> I mean, well, I think throwing in the word white, I, I think it, it gives you the idea of the, the guy on the plantation with the whip. You know, slavers could be anything, you know. A lot of people own slaves, but white slavers, that that is a very specific yeah. character we're trying like he to... He pictures himself as Django. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's mad that he that Disney took away the ability for him to put jizz in movies. <laughs> so, okay, let me, let me see if I got this straight. He sold it to a company that he knew what they were going to do with it. And now he's mad that they've done what he knew they were going well, to do. Well, part of it is, you know, he had wrote uh, treatments for 7, 8, and 9. And like, he, they give a fuck what and he wrote. And he, yeah. he wouldn't show it to Disney until they bought the company. They bought the company and he gives them 7, 8, and 9. And they're like, yeah, how about how about not? <laughs> how about we do our own thing and we do something for the fans because obviously the prequels were just your fucking jerk-off fest on CGI. <laughs> so he's pissed off that first they didn't use his stories. 
And second, that they're making a movie for the fans who, you know, he's had a tumultuous tumultuous relationship with over the past 20, 20 some odd years. He referred no, to it as not a... over the 20 years. He only the years the prequels came out. Right. Dude, well, I mean, that's dude, fucking that 20 years ago. That's fucking 17 oh, years it? ago, Jose. Yeah, we're fucking Christ. old, bro. <laughs> I just picture off. George Lucas sitting around listening to Black Skinhead and getting really mad. Yeah, and and, and if you, you Kanye you, understands how I feel. <laughs> if you throw the special editions in there, those came out in like uh, ninety five, ninety seven. So yeah, yeah, almost twenty years. Mirror and Kanye but, West, those are real artists. <laughs> George Lucas is hanging out with Michael Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Oh my God, I forget what. I, I forget what the context was, but either me or Mary were doing a voice this weekend, and I was like, oh my god, that sounds like Kelly's Owen Wilson. <laughs> it was oh, great. Hey guys, can I come to the party? <laughs> so Lucas has since apologized. because in the, same, in the same interview, though, he referred to... He said that, you know, well, whatever, you know, I wanted to make this thing, and they ended up, they just, they made a retro movie instead. Right. To which I say, bullshit. I don't feel that's a retro movie at all. I mean, I think there's definitely a lot of parallels that can be made between Episode Seven and the original trilogy. But I just watched a video today that was all the parallels between the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy. Well, so yeah. shut the fuck up, George Lucas. You yeah, had at this point, it's a, kind of a you know you expect certain things. Like, I mean, if Ray doesn't get her fucking hand lobbed off in the next movie, I'm going to be upset. Oh, oh, I don't want her to get her hand. The cut precedent off. has been set, motherfuckers. <laughs> it's there. Luke lost, lost a hand. Anakin lost a hand. Bitch is losing some digits. How saying. about she just gets a cool haircut? <laughs> <laughs> With a sweet ass rat tail. <laughs> rat tail. There is precedence for the rat tail. That makes that that'll make it a retro movie. It's it's just it's funny to see the sour grapes come out of George Lucas. You know, after he's already got his four billion dollars and then gives the property to Disney, and then they come out with a movie that is universally loved and is on track to be the number one grossing movie of all time. You know, just the, smashed the, it. The, the, this all happened after his white slavers comment, but now he's just like, kind of like, oh, 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 I'm Owen Wilson. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, can I can I come to Star Wars Celebration, please? <laughs> <laughs> it would have been nice if George Lucas would have kept his fucking mouth shut. Uh. And bes- uh, if if not keeping his mouth shut, just said nothing but positive things about Disney and their use of Star Wars from then on out. L- otherwise, it absolutely looks like sour grapes. It looks like uh, he's jealous of the the his ex girlfriend's new boyfriend. That's such a fun movie, you guys. They cut out the part of the interview where he calls J.J. Abrams a wop. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid wop, Dago. <laughs> <laughs> and then in other Star oh, yeah. Wars news, uh, you know, we, we had talked, I don't know if we actually discussed it, but it was a big thing on the internet for a while last year uh, in regards to the lack of Princess Leia merchandise on the shelves. You know, young girls or even young boys, you know, want to 
play with Princess Leia. They look up to Princess Leia, but there's not merchandise out there for them to buy. And, you know, a lot of it can be chalked up to when Disney bought Lucasfilm and bought the Star Wars property, they and and Marvel too. You know, Disney already had the the girls market on lock. Locked down with their yeah. princesses. So they wanted the boys market on lock with Marvel, Avengers, Star Wars. But in doing so, they looked past the want for, you know, the female characters, the Black Widows, the the Princess Leia's, and, you know, marketed those brands primarily towards boys and, and missed out on a lot of opportunities to diversify their merchandise. And that's apparently happened again. And and I've seen it. I I have not seen a single Ray action figure in stores. I've seen a small Ray plushie at a Hallmark, but I haven't seen any Ray action figures in stores. Yeah, I've seen the the Black Series Ray and BB-8 like all the fucking time. See, it, if if we would have seen that somewhere, we would have probably bought that thing. Although well, we I did see keep the, that in mind next time we, I see it. We did see the Poe Dameron, and he did not look great, so we did not pick him up, even though Mary thinks he's yummy. His oh, man, she black, looks amazing. His, like, it looks fantastic. His Black Series figure, not so yummy. No, what's, she looks great. Her toy is amazing. What's maddening is, okay, there are a lot of great new characters in Force Awakens, but she is, without a doubt, 100% the main fucking character. She's the main character. So, that should be reflected in the merchandise. There is a Millennium Falcon set. Uh, it's it's the ship, and it comes with a bunch of three and three quarter size action figures. It comes with Chewbacca, and it comes with Finn, and they're on the box art piloting the Millennium Falcon. Now, sure, uh, I think Hasbro, in regards to this Monopoly set, uh, said you know they left Ray out of some merchandising because they didn't want to spoil her character, but. We've seen images of her on the Millennium Falcon. Put her in the fucking and Millennium Falcon set. She's yeah. in the trailer. She's in the trailer in the in the Millennium Falcon. Like putting putting out a toy of the Millennium Falcon with Chewbacca and Finn in it is like putting out a uh, toy Batmobile with uh, Robin and Speedy in it. <laughs> I think this is a case of spoilers, but for Hasbro. I don't think they knew. I don't think Disney told them shit. Right. <sighs> right. So I, th- and I think now they're just like trying to cover their asses instead That's of so saying, hey, hard. we didn't know. That's She's so in the hard Lego for set, me to though. believe. She is in the Lego set. That's really difficult for me to believe because Disney is like a huge chunk of their revenue is merchandising. So you would think that they would be very hands-on with something like that, especially Star Wars. Star Wars created movie merchandise, essentially. Yeah, Hasbro and Star Wars are hand-to-hand for a long fucking time now. Yeah. See, I, I'm very... Whenever, you know, like when it happened with Black Widow, too, I had the same reaction. Like, on the one hand, yes. It's, it's bullshit, and, I, and it, it definitely rubs me the wrong way. But on the other hand, it's like... They do have a formula that, that works for them, you know, and, and they know what they can sell 100% hands down. And, like, now when I was a kid, like, 
I wanted the Batgirl figure and I wanted the April O'Neil and yep. I wanted the Princess Leia's because yep. I wanted them all to be together because in the stories I was telling, they all hung out and shit. You know yep. what I mean? Like I I didn't want Luke and Han if I couldn't have Leia. I wanted them all. You know, that was the kind of those are the stories I was telling. You know, I don't know that that's true for everybody. And like right now, in general, like action figure sales are down, yes. like across the board. You know, they're too fucking much. They're yes. too much, and there's too yeah. much competition. Like, you know, Mobile between games. cell phones and video games yeah. and apps and shit like that, like people aren't buying as many toys, even for like little kids. You know, like young young kids. So, I I can almost take the trip with them where they say, you know, this is not our our you know target audience for this. You know, we're selling the boys or whatever. But, you know, my experience as a little boy playing with toys was that I would have wanted, I know for a fucking fact I would have wanted to have Ray. 100%. 100%. I know I would have. I was just saying today, I had April O'Neil, I had Wonder Woman, I had Lady J, I had Baroness, I had Evelyn, I had Tila, uh, many, many more female action figures I can think of. And yeah, because how I are you supposed to make dirty scenes? Yeah, exactly. I might have right. touched their boobies once or twice. Yeah, it, yeah. And then what? How fucking mad would you have been if they didn't make Evil Land? Yeah, or, like or Lady J. You know, it'd be so weird. I think having yeah. action figures of female characters uh, helped me learn how to appreciate a woman. You know, <laughs> oh, Lady J. <Jay. laughs> I do got that kung fu grip too. As a woman, not just <laughs> an object. No, but of seriously, affection. seriously, think about it. Lady J, Baroness, April O'Neil, Evelyn, Tila, all brunettes. I married a brunette. <laughs> <laughs> Always had a thing for them brunettes. Yeah, it was never an issue with me with playing with a girl action figure like i wanted the whole team i wanted all of them and in in the shit that we would watch or or play with the female characters were few and far between so it was it it was special she was like the chick on the team like right and and she's part of this she wouldn't like stay back and and cook dinner or whatever she was part of the fucking team man she might be somebody's girlfriend probably mine (laughs) <laughs> but like I would, I would treat her right. Uh, yeah, I, I'd be interested I would, to see like if they had any kind of like you know if they could show me a pie chart and look, motherfuckers, this is why we don't make Black Widow stuff. I go, oh, data supports that, okay. But like you know, is show me the market research. Where is the long form birth certificate, Disney? And I mean, I would argue, have you ever seen? In in the past ten fifteen years, have you ever seen a female action figure be a peg warmer? But right, then yeah, again, if they don't have the stock of them, or they're not producing more female action figures, we're never going to see a peg warmer. They always short pack the females, right? Just like in the fucking, just like in society, women get short packed, man. Need a sense that. Dollar for the male action figures. Yes, exactly. That's exactly where I was going. God damn! I want that Lego Millennium Falcon, you guys. Mary and I still have not opened our Millennium Falcon that we got for Christmas last year, and we kind of need to do that. 
Yeah. Or we need to see how much it's worth and maybe buy the new one. <laughs> you might be able to get two of the new ones. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? All right, moving onward. Uh, James Gunn has seen Captain America Civil War, and he says it is one of the best Marvel movies ever. And yeah, I'm not surprised. He he is not a uh, Marvel stan, as the kids like to call him. You know, uh, he I I'm pretty sure on Twitter I follow him on Twitter, and someone asked him like, if you saw a Marvel movie that you didn't like, would you? say that it was good or would you not say anything or would you say it was bad or what happens he says well if i don't like it or if i don't think it's good i just don't say anything i've done it before i've done it recently and i'm (laughs) thinking oh shit he's throwing shade on age of ultron because i don't think he'd be throwing shade on ant-man no ant-man's fucking delightful so if james gunn says civil war is great then i believe it and i was gonna believe that it was great anyhow because uh, I had full body uh, high on mushrooms goosebumps, and uh, well, it's good why, to know. Why would it be the last Captain America was the was the best Marvel movie and that's, yet? It's great to know that it even exceeds the last one. If if he's if it's one of the best, then it's at least up there with the last one. Hey, man. I'm excited. I'm so excited, you guys. <laughs> Moving onward. Uh, keeping with the Marvel Studios talk, uh, Kevin Feige has gone into some detail about Doctor Strange's powers. Uh, butternut Cranapple. Uh, let's see here. Uh, he has a cloak of levitation that allows him to fly, but he doesn't fly like Superman or Thor. It's almost got a consciousness of its own. Uh, that makes me think of the Spawn movie. And then the Eye of Agamotto is his other signature piece. In the film, the Eye is a very important relic that can be quite dangerous if used in the wrong hands because it has the ability to do any number of things, the most dangerous of which is it can sort of manipulate probabilities, which is also another way of saying screw around with time, which is part of our story. So you think the Eye of Agamotto is going to be the time gem? I think there is yeah. a absolutely. Uh, I forget which uh, asinine comics website put out the headline that was essentially: "Is the Eye of Agamotto gonna be an Infinity Gem?" Uh, yeah, yeah, it fucking is. I think your response was "da doy, da doy." No shit, Sherlock. Literally. We may have been saying this for the better part of two years. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> just Kevin Feige has now just confirmed what we have been telling them we've been wanting the entire time. But we all kind of assumed, because Doctor Strange, that it'd be the soul gem, right? Right, right, yeah. Nah, they're going to save that one for Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> well played. I think he's right. He's 100% right. But then again... Does the, the Black Panther movie comes out after Infinity War one, oh, doesn't right. it? Yeah. Yeah, but like, come on, Let, let's not. You know, there's only one Soul Gem in this movie because <laughs> it's it's either Black Panther has it or Luke Cage has it. 
What about Falcon, man? Falcon can't have no soul gem. Oh, what about uh, Rhodey? Nah, there's already been two Rhodeys. <laughs> and then too, too much soul. Uh, final story. Michael Bay confirmed it, and then we have seen images of the new Ninja Turtles toys from the new movie, and we're going to get a fucking Krang, you guys, and he looks kind of cool. It's kind of cool that the fucking big-ass Technodrome playset. Yes, the fucking Technodrome playset. Jose, have you seen this? Yes. Oh, my God. You know what? I, I'm in, because it looks like we're going to get Baxter Stockman. We're going to get... Uh, it looks like Ninja Turtles. I forgot about Baxter yeah. Stockman. Yeah, and and the fucking party wagon looks pretty cool. Like they're like the pizza thrower going as close to the cartoon as they can with this one, and and I dig it. You know what? Uh, looking at these action figures, Bebop and Rocksteady look awesome. Yeah, the trailers look way better figures. than the models do. They they look way better than the fucking CGI in the trailer did. And man, that Technodrome looks like it's almost the exact same mold from the old one. That, the Ninja Turtles sewer playset and the Technodrome were two of my most sought-after toys of, of my entire life. Yeah, my cousin had both, and they're pretty fucking cool. The biggest takeaway from this uh, these action figures for me is that uh, Michelangelo is uh, Miguel Angel. <laughs> <laughs> In his pirate costume. Resident just say Leonardo, Donatello... Raphael, maybe, you know, alternate spellings for Donatello and Raphael, but Michelangelo says Miguel Angel. (laughs) (laughs) That Krang, man, like, that's cool looking. That Krang was cool, yeah. And they had uh, at uh, Toys R Us the other day, they had the new Mega Bloks Ninja Turtle sets. I saw them, Um, which I was never a huge fan of the Turtle Legos they did. They they weren't very good. The Mega Bloks ones are fucking cool. They had these... New minifigures that are like hyper articulated. They don't look like Lego figures. They're their only thing. And they have them for uh, the new cartoon and even like some old school throwback ones. So they have one set that's like a big, you know, oversized 80s crane you can build that comes with a couple of these hyper articulated turtles. Like they're fucking neat, man. Thought he right away. I'm like, this man needs a buildable crane in his life. Let me find a picture of this thing real quick. Apparently, you cannot. Oh, because there's no C in Mega Blocks. <laughs> Way to be an asshole, Mega Block. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, here we go. Yeah. The Bebop action figure looks like my Bebop Halloween costume. <laughs> Dude, I said the exact same thing. Look, you're, they, they took your Bebop. They took your Punisher idea. Fucking, they took Hodor. <laughs> yeah, I took the link in the chat and see the Krang. It's fucking cool. Oh, that's great. With the fucking Channel 6 billboard. <laughs> oh, awesome. those little mini figures are great. They are fantastic. Oh, those are awesome. Oh. <laughs> I'm and so Mega Bloks, you know, historically cheaper than Legos, so just throw that out there. Yeah, they got them for the new cartoon, the old cartoon, and even those little like uh, kitty uh, half shell hero things. And the the minifigures are uh, like more like 
I don't know. They're this weird place kind of between Lego minifigures and like mini-mates. And they're pretty great. I gotta tell you. So maybe some of these are my future as well. <coughs> and, uh, so before we move on from the news, one thing I wanted to, to bring up because it delighted me to no end. And it's not we didn't include the news this week. But today what came out that uh and what book was it? Shit, which was it? Um Oh, uh, I know what you're talking about. Superman, Superman and Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman Annual. Yep. Uh, one of the characters says something, and they put a dialogue in brackets, and the bottom of the, the editorial note says, translated from Pakistanian, which is not a fucking language. <laughs> I saw the headline for that, but I think it was an Outhouser story, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. The, that, they're the ones that, you know, the, the proud owners of, has DC done something stupid today? So, yeah. My favorite bit in that article was, this is, there's no excuse for this, especially when the goddamn internet exists. And this is easily fact-checked in any number of ways, including, but not limited to, a Google search, Wikipedia, asking a Pakistani person, or looking at the little red squiggly line underneath Pakistani on your word processor, which indicates <laughs> that it is not a word. <laughs> I really oh. thought it just didn't register. So that's why you said Pakistani when I asked about the squiggly language. Yeah. <laughs> You. I have my fucking finger on the pulse, son. You're great. Uh, I'm going to click on that image of that Megablox crane again because, wow. Yeah, it's pretty rad. It's a goddamn golden age, kids. Do we fear that maybe there's too much going on in this Ninja Turtles movie? <laughs> No, because it certainly won't be be boring. No, it shouldn't be boring. Like we shouldn't have to sit through any Megan Fox and uh, what's his name scenes. It should be pretty much all action, whatever. But the turtles were in the movie a lot. The first one. I mean, they weren't necessarily doing shit you liked. wasn't doing shit that made sense. But they were in the movie. So, so more than the Transformers were. Yeah, true. True points. But yeah, you got you got your Casey Jones, you got your Bebops, your Krangs, your Shredder that looks like the fucking Shredder. Baxter Stockman. Yeah, man. Foot soldiers. So it's, it's, they're doing things you want Turtles to do, so it might be okay. It may be so much, but they have a lot of making up to do to us. Do-do. I will say 100% that I am more interested to see that Turtle movie than I am Batman v Superman. <laughs> <laughs> oh man it looks bad you guys i don't want to see it <laughs> i mean i want to see it because i gotta see it but i i don't I, I don't hold out hope for it like, you gotta I'm watch less, you gotta watch Man of Steel again. For this one than i was going into that turtle movie the first time around and like i didn't think it was gonna be good there was no hope yeah i i didn't feel good about it but you know just the same as this fucking thing. Oh, they also, uh, I didn't mention with uh, the Doctor Strange news, is they've also got concept art of the Sanctum Santorum, which looks kind of sweet. Yeah, Can it does. See that? Man, like, you remember when we would joke, like, you guys, they're making an Ant-Man movie. You guys, they're making a fucking Doctor Strange movie. Can you believe this <laughs> shit? Starring 
Balderdang Cumberscratch. <laughs> Balderdang Cumberscratch? <laughs> I had to fucking wing that one off the top I'll of my it. head. I'll allow it. Uh, Christ. I cannot believe it. Doctor, A Doctor Strange movie. Like I Doctor. believe, I believe it. I believe that there's a Doctor Strange movie coming. I do not believe that Fox is making a fucking Legion TV show. That is dumb. That's fucking stupid. Who, yeah. Who, who is a Legion fan in this world? No one. No oh, one. shit. Zero put in the chat pictures of all four of the turtle figures with the pipes and shit. Oh, those are fucking cool, dude. Those are rad with the fucking pipes and shit. Yeah, like it's like they, they come oh, with sewer pipes you can pay together. Oh, that is Crack cool. pipes. Yeah, those are great. Benedict Cumberbatch's After Dark name is Blue Balls Cumstain. <laughs> <laughs> those look like something that I could have on my desk and that I could fiddle with during the podcast. Like I need something to occupy my hands sometimes, and uh, those yep, would be yep. perfect for that. I've disassembled this poor Modot mini made a whole bunch of times. I understand. I am going to <laughs> uh, set up a GoFundMe so that the uh, no, actually a Patreon. Patreon, yeah. So that people who go. listen to the podcast can buy me the uh, four pack of Ninja Turtles Mega Blocks with their pipes. And fuck it, while we're starting a Patreon, I want the Krang too. Let's go. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Eight dollars each. Each turtle is eight dollars, and they're Lego sized. Where do they come with? He says they each come with their own little base. I just combine them into one display. Eight dollars. Uh, okay, I'll get them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you sold me. Look at the fucking chain links on <laughs> Michelangelo's nunchucks. Pretty They're rad. humongous. Those are humongous chain links. Now, are those? Do you know what you're getting, or are they like blind packs? Oh, you better fucking know. <laughs> eight bucks. Ain't, ain't nothing blind at eight bucks. Oh, dude, they have some of those like little. Uh... Loyal subjects thing that are twelve bucks a piece and they're blind bag. You can get the fuck yeah, out of the, here. The loyal subjects uh, turtles ones were were twelve ninety nine. No, 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 no. I will pay twelve ninety nine for what for something, but I gotta know what it is. Yeah, I gotta yeah. look at it and make sure it's not garbage. Yeah, no, my my cutoff for anything blind is like three bucks. Yeah, uh, uh, my cutoff for anything blind is uh, something cheap enough that it'll come out of a gumball machine. Anything ninety nine. I need to know that it is. I need to be three bucks. I need to be able to go online and find some way to tell what's inside the fucking bag, <laughs> <laughs> which doesn't always happen. Okay, Zero says they are not blind. So there you go. That's good. Let's uh, talk about comic books. And get the fuck out of here. All right, let's talk about comics. The problem with comic books is that it comes off on your hands every time you turn the page. You have to wash your hands. So, you guys, I was really enjoying uh, Transformers Sins of the Wreckers anyway. I enjoy the Wreckers. I enjoy Nick Roach's artwork. I enjoy all these characters. I was fucking in. Right? You like a good Sin? I like a good Sin. I like a Wreckers. Big fan of Ubs. You know, like lots of shit <laughs> in the title that makes me happy. They already had me. All right, I'm in. They had my money, right? 
But then these sons of bitches go and add fucking Beast characters, Beast Wars characters into this shit. So Shake oh, Out rad. is, you know, on the on the fucking pier with Verdi Carlo and they have this the sack. I won't go into what's in the sack because it's spoilers. And this fucking rabbit like jumps up and grabs the sack and starts bouncing away. And I'm like, that's a lot of targeted information. That's a very goal specific rabbit over there. This rabbit might be fishy. And then sure as shit, the rabbit's a goddamn robot in disguise, you guys. As is the polar bear and the fucking whale that spits out a squid and a shark. All of them shit is robots. It was super fucking cool, you guys. It was so cool and looked so good. Fucking loved it. Excellent. Uh, what else? Um, okay, so I read <laughs> Justice League 47. That is part seven of the Dark Side War. And it takes a whole lot for granted. Like, I'm, I'm not so super well versed into like DC stuff or as, like into all the dark side, like New God stuff. So, when everyone is super excited about the anti-life equation, that means nothing to me. Now, granted, <laughs> I feel like it's kind of all there in the name, anti-life, and that's something you want somebody running around with. And I get that, but I need some backstory or something, or like. My anti-monitor was there, and he had a fucking... He was like... They met him, but then, like, the anti-life bubble shot out of him, and then he came back again, and he's Mobius, the guy that was in the chair that Batman's hanging out in? I don't fucking know. It's really weird, but god damn it, it looks good. After uh, a couple of months off, Jason Fabok is back crushing shit on this book again, because fuck, it looks good. Like, it looks really good. And they're playing up the whole thing with uh, Wonder Woman and Steve Trevor again. Like, their relationship is supposed to be something I give a shit about. I read every fucking issue of that Wonder Woman book. He's never been in it. That's more of that New 52 shit. They're trying to, you know, fill in holes along the way. I don't like it. Um, All you really need to know about the anti-life equation is one day Jack Kirby took a shit and then came up with that idea. And yeah, just that's about right. Comic. <laughs> Roz! I'm Roz, I got an idea. That. I'm willing to buy that. Yeah, that's probably what it, it was. Just probably a throwaway idea for him too. Right. Uh, see, uh, the second issue of the CM Punk Cullen Bunn Scott Hepburn joint Drax was actually pretty fun. I liked it. Yeah, I liked the second issue a lot more than the first. Yeah, there was some shit going on here. It has a character like I, I liked it quite a bit. The first issue, I mean, I wasn't sure it was coming back with the second one, but I'm glad no, I did. This was pretty together. fun. It was good. Um, if I could keep it real quick. Because there wasn't a whole lot last week anyway. But uh, Squadron Supreme number two came out. And it kind of bugs me. Like, because this is the one where they, they, you know, they spoiled on the cover of the big thing. Oh, we're, they're killing off Namor or whatever. And this group of characters, I feel like, would totally go after Namor. Right? Like, it makes sense. Like, their motivations are fucking sound. Right? They have a reason to go after Namor. So, that's fine. But, like, I feel like Namor should have been maybe, like, you know, the first conflict for this arc. They should have... They killed Namor in the number one issue of a book that has no chance of making it to 50 issues. It doesn't have a chance to make it to 12. I don't think it does. I, I don't think this book has a fucking prayer of, like, any kind of staying power. And that's not an indictment on the quality of the book. <clears throat> it's just... It's, you know... They've done Squadron Supreme books in the past. Like, those excellent fucking Max books that... Straczynski did barely made it past that, you know, and they were fucking phenomenal. 
And so they put it, you know, they said, okay, we'll make it not a Max book. And though it still couldn't quite do it, you know, and, and they put those characters on the shelf and they're bringing them back because Secret Wars, everyone loves Secret Wars. No, they didn't, you know. It's, <laughs> you don't know that, Lee. It's not over with yet. Yeah, it's the not jury is still it's never going to be over, Rock. <laughs> yeah, that that just that bums me out because Namor is great and he deserved to be punished for what he did. You know, that time where you know, as an Avenger, he turned the Avengers into fucking mass murderers. Like that's not an okay thing to do, Namor. But they killed him in the first fucking issue. And I mean, as comics, he'll be back. But that should be kind of a big deal. Like, it's not some bullshit. It's not like they killed, you know, Toro <laughs> again. Which I guess he's back now. I don't know. I hope when Namor comes at, comes back, Johnny Storm burns his beard off. <laughs> yes. What you got, Kelly? Uh, fucking nothing, really. <laughs> it was what a small last week. Man, a hearty fuck you to Marvel. For, oh my uh, god, I forgot did. about that. See, I didn't even get any books Saturday. I forgot about those. Yeah, yeah. I, I forgot about that too, or else I would have made that one of my news stories, but none of the fucking websites covered it. Yeah, fuck Marvel. So, I got to spend... If something bad about Marvel if you make a comic book website, then you might not get to talk to Marvel people. That's true. True. Good point. I got to spend most of my Wednesday at work telling people, oh no, sorry, we have that book, but we're not allowed to sell it to you because someone messed up and sent it to us and we aren't supposed to have it. So we need to hold it back a week. And this was Wednesday, December 30th. Wednesday. Yes. I told so many people that because so many people thought that either Spider-Man or Anakin and Obi-Wan or Howard the Duck or Spider-Man 2099 or Rocket Raccoon and Groot. I think there might be another one. They thought those all came out, but hey, no, they're not. They're supposed to be uh, held back until the 6th. So, flash forward a day to December 31st. I'm looking at Twitter, <laughs> and Marvel decides to announce, Hey, everybody, do a new comic day twice this week. Go into your store January 1st. There's going to be all these new comics. And there's Spider-Man and, Annie, and uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan, and all those books I just listed off. They're not having them hold us having us hold them into the until the 6th they're just having us put them out on friday and mind you they just announced this on twitter they don't send an email to retailers they don't do any of that they so just presumably announced. if you're a retailer that doesn't you know have twitter you might not even know yep you might not even know and here's the thing there's a lot of stores that aren't going to be open on new year's day true there's a lot of stores that are going to be short-staffed on New Year's Day because it's holiday pay. But they're asking us to turn it into New Comic Book Day 2. <laughs> or like Electric six books. Boogaloo. Yeah. And here's the thing. I'm guaranteeing this was Marvel's plan from the beginning. What makes me say that is coming out this week is another issue of Amazing Spider-Man. Why am I supposed to Fuck believe... Fuck you, no! to drop two issues of Amazing Spider-Man on the same day. No, this was the plan from the beginning, and fuck them forever. Shut up. No way. Yep. Fuck them forever for doing this. That's fucked up. Yeah. You ever wonder how you get me to not read Marvel Comics? You keep shit like this up. That's fucking bullshit. Yep. Yeah, I'm cutting down my Marvel list by quite a bit. But not Annie and Obi. 
I read that book. It wasn't good. <laughs> oh, well. When does it take place? It seems like no, it's no, no, a... no. Or is that Spider? No, or is Spider Man Six? The one coming out this week is the one that you got Saturday, right? Yes, I read that book. Yeah, but it's issue six is the one that's supposed to come out this week. No, also uh, one point something. Oh, that doesn't count. Like they were going to do that anyway. <laughs> but they're putting out two Spider-Man books on the same day of the same title. That seems fishy to me. Yeah, those point books are fucking dumb. Yeah, they kind of they follow their own rules. I thought you were saying Amazing Spider-Man Seven comes out, and that'd be a whole other fucking thing. Oh, but I wouldn't be surprised if they'd do that. <laughs> no, um, Anakin and Obi-Wan, I think, takes place in between the second. I don't know. It looks like Maybe a young. It looks like a young Anakin, like between Episode One and Two. Yeah, I think it's between one and two. Like maybe it's like not a terrible. 12, 13 it, year old Anakin. Yeah, it feels very much like it could just be a Green Lantern comic. Oh, it's kind of really? weird. I mean, it looks really nice. Those Star Wars books do look nice. Most of the Star Wars books are pretty good, man. Yeah, I'm I'm in really enjoying what I read of Darth Vader and Star Wars, and then I think Darth Vader Volume Two is out tomorrow, so I'm gonna pick that up. The uh, uh, Chewbacca miniseries wrapped last uh, week. That was pretty good. That's pretty good, and it, and it showed what the fuck happened to Chewbacca's medal that we never saw in New Hope. It was kind of a neat, neat neat moment. He got one. Maybe she just couldn't reach his neck. So that's why they didn't show him with it. I guess I don't they know. Tossed it over their bridge like Muhammad Ali. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Y'all medals don't mean shit to me. <laughs> oh goddamn! Free Kishik. <laughs> Give me the soul gem, motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, today I learned a lesson. So on Wednesday, I bought a new manga that came out that looked interesting. It's drawn. It's drawn and written by the dude that did Blade of the Immortal. If you've ever heard of that series, okay. It, from the preview art that I saw, it looked pretty cool, and I read the back of the book, and it kind of sounds like a, kind of like Kill Bill-ish. Like it sounds like a cool grindhouse movie. So I'm like, I'll read this, and for the most part, it's pretty enjoyable. But I realized I should never buy any manga that's shrink wrapped because something weird's gonna happen in it. Oh yeah, I could have told you that, son. Yeah, I should have. I should have realized that. Yeah, you gotta as like. Somebody's and maybe some tentacles twenty pages somewhere. into the book, and there is a girl with like three dildos duct taped into her mouth, and a dude like shoving another one in her ass. God damn it! And I'm like, Jesus Christ, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> <laughs> and just then, your mom walks in. It is an interesting <laughs> culture. I'll say it again. <laughs> That reminds me. This reminds me of a good story, actually, from when I from at work. It reminds you of a story? Yeah, <laughs> at work. That should remind you of anything. So this was early on in my time working at the shop. I had a dude ask me, like, oh, hey, I need help um, finding a manga. I'm like, okay, so I go take him to the manga wall and we're looking. He's like, yeah, I need something for my girlfriend. She likes those ones where it's like dudes have sex with each other. I'm like, um, okay. So I then start grabbing anything that's shrink-wrapped on the wall and reading the back of it. Fair enough. 
So then I find one that the teacher and student do things to each other. I'm like, here, this sounds like something that would be up her alley. <laughs> he goes, yeah, sure, cool. And then he asked me for my phone number. <laughs> and I said, I'm not allowed to because of company policy. <laughs> that is it's, fucking rad. That's great. <laughs> you guys got anything before we wrap up? Uh, so no. what what number are they on Fight Club at? How far Eight, am I behind? I on? think. Oof. Didn't we talk eight about sounds, right? Yeah, seven or eight last week. I think eight. Yeah. And it's fucking <sighs> weird, man. Oh man, speaking of fucking weird, I got another good uh, work story. So, I think they're books from Avatar, or they're the company that puts out uh, Lady Death. Chaos. I heard there I think was. That's Avatar now, yeah. Yeah, I heard there was. There was uh, out this week Web Witch, or last week, Web Witch and Belladonna, two different titles, and I heard there were risque covers. So I go to the back where all the books are being sorted and say, oh, I heard you guys got some sexy comics. <laughs> and I look down and see the cover for Belladonna, and I just see a dude's dick inside of a woman. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> like, full on, full penetration on the cover. Then I go look at Web Witch, and there's just women covered in juices. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like well yeah. feminism certainly something I'm glad we only got these for the special orders yeah I imagine this probably don't have a whole lot of like uh, a whole lot of shelf copies of those books I imagine nah nah I mean Mike we have Hoster to writes that shit <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> Which one, Webwitch or Belladonna? Belladonna! <laughs> well, once he's not writing about Transformers, he's writing about full-on penetration. What the fuck? Hey, man, they want them quality in-and-out stories. Burgers. I am obviously trying to find the picture of this cover online. It's not working out. <laughs> <laughs> Just search Belladonna. I think it was issue two. Just go like penetration cover. Boundless Entertainment is called. Okay. I bet. Boundless Comics. Yeah, that's the ones that do Lady Death. That's That's right. That's it. Boundless Comics. As in, they're not bound by no clothes. Yeah, every once in a while we have to do the thing where it's a new title and we have to flip through it to see if we have to bag it up or not. And we made it pretty far into the first issue of Web Witch. And I'm like, okay, maybe this one can go out. Oh, no, that lady's got juice all over her face. <laughs> Got to back this one up. Back it up. Breaking my balls, no image available. Come on. The fuck? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Anything else, guys? Or we wrapped up. Uh, I am old man with a new piece of equipment, and I still haven't gotten fully hang of my kindle yet but once i do i'm gonna read some comic books fucking go on ham on the comic books i was able to set up facebook today so i facebooked on my kindle on the shitter hey <laughs> the fucking 21st century man over here <laughs> look at you shatter's full <laughs> it was oh my god dude it was full it was oh, so full that's not where i thought you were gonna go with that Oh, you want to talk about full? This fucking guy dropped a pear in the hotel in India. 
<laughs> no, that was Bangladesh. Oh, man, we had to have the housekeeping come up and unclog the toilet a couple times in Bangladesh. No, no it wasn't Bangladesh. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the pair you dropped. What pair? The pair in the hotel in Delhi. I just would <laughs> I not. You guys are going to hung up on the wrong detail of the story. Oh, yeah, there was that one, too, that it just kind of, it, it, it was too girthy for the hole. But it wasn't girthy enough to clog it, so it just kind of fucking chilled. <laughs> it just kind of chilled. You, you want to know how close I got this trip? I had to unclog the toilet of his poo with my poo. <laughs> <laughs> I did not realize that. Whoops. Oh, I, God. I had to poo on his poo. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, th- And that's why I think every hotel room toilet should have a plunger right next to it you really should like i have to unclog my toilet at home most of the time (laughs) in bangladesh we called the guy there's like three guys working on it and we're sitting on the bed Yep. All the doors open. Yep, and then once they were done, they were so so happy. They were so pleased. <laughs> They're like, "Oh, King Pink, your your throne is good to go." Because <laughs> uh, man, like shit is bad, but shit that's been sitting overnight in a toilet, oh, that smells no. terrible. No, why overnight? What because it was fucking. It wouldn't go down. Call them immediately. <laughs> That is not a morning problem. Sometimes you just hope that nope. it'll kind of dissolve, you know? No. And I'm asleep. I didn't know this whole thing was going on. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. That's a fucking foul, sir. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My poops are large. Foul ball. I make large poops. Christ. Well, on that note, <laughs> I think we're good. I think we're really we're okay. Uh, email us, but don't tell us anything about your large poops. Uh, popcast at panelsonpages.com or only with the voicemail 616-951-1-POP because, you know, why not? Jesus Christ. Yeah. If that is it... Somebody needs to go charge their phone. <laughs> it's that time. It's that time, man. It's that time. Uh, or... Uh, Jason Nye, Jose Guzman, and Kelly Harris. I'm uh, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and we'll talk to you kids next week, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, at chat.panelsonpages.com. Uh, yeah. Good night. We love you and goodbye.
wonderful. Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! 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 With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.